Ooh, fun facts, facts of fun with Addison and Caitlin. Oh yeah! Oh yeah. Hi, and welcome to Fun Facts Live. I'm your host, David, and with me today is Allison. Hello. And RJ. Hello. And that's it. That's it. Skeleton crew today. <laughs> <laughs> so if you stuck around, uh, if you're here um, from the Match Solitaire Saturday Challenge live earlier, um, you'll know that Caitlin is visiting family. Um, other side of the family this week and also I lost again you lost again <sighs> but I was so close but I lost by literally one second it was almost an amazing comeback but it wasn't <sighs> almost <laughs> okay uh, fun facts live is brought to you by match solitaire yeah Freestyle meets match three to create a whole new type of puzzle with 25,000 levels, over 10 million unique puzzles, and a ton of cute characters to unlock. There's always a fresh match solitaire puzzle to meet your skill level and mood. Available now in the App Store and Google Play. I think that one's actually available on Steam for Windows. You haven't Mac. updated Steam in a long it's time. An Let's older not direct version, people but it's to still the good. Steam. <laughs> and even on Kindle. If you're like, want to take a break? You're reading your book on your Kindle? Let's play some solitaire. Okay. You can. Yeah. Anyway, okay. Allison is not impressed. Um, so, <laughs> you know. Okay. So, let's start with Allison today. What have you got for us? Um, so, I apologize, RJ. I know I was supposed to send you an image. Mm -hmm. And then I put the image together last night and I said, David, can you send this to RJ? And he said, no, do it yourself. Um, but, then no. he didn't, but then he didn't actually send me your contact information until much, much later. Oh, and then on. I felt like it was too late to text you. <laughs> it's okay. Don't worry. It's okay. So, we'll start that next week. Okay. It was, can I say what it was? Well, I'm about to say okay, what it go is. Ahead, fine. I mean, no, go ahead. Here you go. You see yeah, how it goes. It was a duck. It wasn't a duck. Oh. What was it? A goose. A goose. <laughs> like a, like goose. a duck. <laughs> okay, a duck, duck, goose. Yeah. Um, oh, I should have done the origin of duck, duck, goose. <laughs> oh well, no, missed opportunity well, for me. Time. Um, so I feel like a, uh, during a lot of weeks we talk about the differences in, in language um, across different cultures. So what I decided to we do have a kind of thing about language stuff. We definitely do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and different kind of idioms and expressions. Yeah. So I wanted to... World, world, weird cultural things. Yeah. Like I just learned in Discord this last week that oh some, a theater nurse <laughs> is not someone like on Broadway that takes care of fallen actors and right. actresses. Yeah. Um, it's a theater nurse. <laughs> This is a total shock to me. Uh -huh. Is an op is what I know of as an operating room nurse. Yeah. Anyway, we have one of those in Discord who recently joined us uh, as a words Macaulay player. Yeah. So yeah, that was fun. And you treated me like a crazy person when I was trying to explain it to you. <laughs> like what? You're like, how do you know this? What is this? Yeah. Like, I, she said it was because you said it was because the, they used to watch used to have like stadium seating. For the operating system procedures. Yeah, yeah to teach. So it was an actual theater. Yeah. Yeah, not one you want to be the star of. But anyway, sorry, back to geese. Yes. So 
I um, was listening to a, another podcast that I really like, and they were talking about um, the Goosebumps book series. And I was like, oh, I wonder if what we know as Goosebumps, which are kind of like the bumps that appear on your skin when you're cold or scared or um, your hair kind of nails on a chalkboard, uh-huh. um, if that was the same expression in other languages. Oh, okay. Um, so the kind of origin of goosebumps is um, the reason why we call it goosebumps in English is when your skin has those like raised bits and bumps on it. Looks like um, a plucked goose. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. It looks exactly like a plucked goose. So um, when a goose's feathers are plucked, you have like little indentations in its skin mm-hmm. where that happened and it very closely resembles that. So apparently, this is what most other like languages and cultures also refer to as goosebumps. In fact, the Latin uh, term for goosebumps, cutis and serine, literally means goose skin. Oh. So even in Latin, it's, <laughs> it's goosebumps. Um, but it's not actually in all languages. So it's goosebumps in English, German. Yes, the Swedish have something different. No. Oh, it's it's goose in Swedish. Oh, yeah, Danish, yeah. Norwegian, Maria Polish. It's called that in Swedish. Yeah. Too. Um, and then it doesn't get too wild from there. Um, it's chicken in Vietnamese, Korean, Japanese, um, Dutch, French, Spanish, Portuguese. Um, in Hebrew, it's duck instead of goose oh, okay. or chicken. The only kind of weird variant is in Russian. And they don't have, um, they call it ants on the skin. Ants on the skin, okay. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And one of the other kind of related phrases is some people think that um, the idea of going cold turkey relates to kind of getting goosebumps. So your skin looks like cold, plucked turkey. Okay. I always assumed it was like, something like prolonged and like bland is what cold turkey meant. I didn't really think about like, oh, it's no, it's like a physical manifestation of goosebumps. Okay, okay, so you look like a a cold turkey. Yeah, Um, the other uh, kind of also related terminology is um, in England, um, in the 1500, 1500s, um, women of the night were called geese. And if you got sick based on an encounter with a woman oh of the gosh. night, you were said to get goosebumps. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. Pretty much everybody is, is except for the Russians, are like, when you get goosebumps, she looked like a... a a plucked a bird plucked fowl of yeah. some sort. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So. What? Yeah, I'm looking at the. Um, they it's have a lot weird. Of... It's weird to even see skin that looks like that. There's a close-up shot in on uh, Allison's iPad that I'm looking at, and it, it's freaky to look at. Goosebumps are weird. Goosebumps are weird. Why does it happen? Mm-hmm. Um. So I can talk a little bit more oh, about that if yes. you are. Yeah. That's. Um, So it's essentially um, the muscle 
like the really tiny muscle cells around your hair follicles are activated. Okay. So that's why they're like, they become visible. And they can. Why are they activated? Well, for some, it's like an extreme temperature cause, causes like your muscles to okay. constrict. To constrict. So that's why you see it when you get um, cold. Um, there's another um, theory that it like when if you react to something that's like frightening or like an alarming sound, it's more like a, a tension, and mm. that's what causes causes the constriction. Okay. Yeah. So it's, yeah, just basically your muscles around your hair follicles being agitated. For some reason. Okay. For some reason. But it can happen for like a, a wide variety of extremes. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I haven't had them in a long time that I can recall. It's been hot. You were really so. cold yesterday, but I didn't check for them. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, can't, I can't remember having them in a while. Yeah. But they're weird. They're weird. But everybody thinks they're weird in the same way. Okay. Something that unites us around the world. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Good luck drawing um, goosebumps. <laughs> oh. RJ. Oh, yeah. That's an awesome goose. Yeah. <laughs> Very cool. He's got a really, really long neck, but that's okay. There's yeah. some proportion problems with yes. this goose, but that's yeah. okay. Yeah. That looks um, almost exactly like the goose that I had a run in with. And, oh my gosh. Okay, I don't have to <laughs> tell this story. <laughs> uh, my there's a family camp out, Lake of the Woods. Um, there's a goose. I ran toward it. You charged it, a goose and it defended itself, oh and that's your well, run in with a goose. Yeah, they hit. Why did uh, you charge a goose? I didn't charge it. I was excited <laughs> about it. I was a kid. Okay. <laughs> Look, kind of a scary. goose. <laughs> Oh, super scary. When you say you're a kid, were you like 24? No. How old were you? Probably probably early teens, maybe at the most. Maybe maybe like 11 or 12. I didn't charge it. (laughs) It just walked over to it. Anyway, it got very upset, hipped at me, and Mm -hmm. and I didn't get bit. I didn't get nipped, but it chased me. Yeah. And I did not like geese ever since, basically. Well, on one of our, our old walks that we used to do a lot um, along the river, there are geese and they have, they're very protective of their goslings. Yeah. Um, those and are I like make Canadian David walk geese. closer yeah. to them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He has to go first by, yeah. the, by the geese. Yeah, geese are pretty that. mean. Yeah. Um, but the goose, the geese here are like, uh, they got the black heads and yeah, I don't know, Canadian. the Canadian geese. Um, not like this gray. The gray goose was the one that I ran into. I haven't seen those around here. No. That's what I ran into up in Minnesota. Yeah. 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 Those were that's those were scary. But I would say the Riverside Park geese are very different from the Central Park geese, where the Riverside Park geese are very protective of their goslings. The Central Park geese, like, push them towards the tourist for snacks. <laughs> <laughs> They're yeah. like, oh, would you like to see my babies? Oh, do you have breadcrumbs? Like they, they bring them pretty close up to the fence and, and along the water line. Yeah, pretty clever. They've adapted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, well, I was going to say one other thing about the, the oh, geese. Oh, you have to post that picture in the Discord of the little geese train picture. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, they're, they're actually incredibly powerful. Um, the close, I haven't been, like, I've been chased, but not actually bitten or hit with a, by a goose. But I have been, like, punched in the chest by a turkey. 
uh, which I imagine is similar. And that's like getting, that's just like getting a, a good wallet to the chest. It hurts. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Sorry, Jay. Uh, that was a big digression. Yeah. What have you got for us? Actually, the one other thing I was going to say about Allison's is I, but I, I sort of Googled it while we were talking because um, the, what I thought was the translation for goosebumps into Spanish, um, it I, I did look up and it's piel de gallina, which is chicken skin. But I've also heard escalofríos, but that means like chills. So I guess it's not quite the same thing. Oh, okay. um, but that's what I thought. I think they sometimes, I mean, I guess the same, you know, you hear a really good song and it gives you chills. It gives you goosebumps. Yeah. I think that's, skin. I was thinking the same thing. That's the last time I had them. I was listening to like one specific song in my arms, you know, um, but yeah. you know, so me da escalofríos. It gives, gives me chills. So good. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's actually a cool feeling. I think. Chills. From that, from like, something is so good from when it's something so good yeah yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah in this case it was this like really just sort of deeply feminist song and every time i listen to the lyrics i'm like oh so good so good <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fantastic did you did we ever talk about you or do you even want to talk about you meeting your 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 idol um, oh my gosh Yes, I am. I'm already starting to draw from my fun fact, which is totally unrelated, but that's okay. Um, okay. <laughs> just because I can't, I, I can't draw and like read my fact at the same time. But yes, uh, this was the song that Que Me Dio Escalofrios was not one of his songs, but okay. Um, yeah, I, I, what was it, two weekends ago, um, I met one of the artists for whom I have a fan account um, that I've been running for almost two years. And it was so wonderful and he was so lovely and his team was so lovely. And when they say, don't meet your heroes, that's not always true because he was exactly <laughs> as wonderful as I expected. Oh, that's he was so, so that's sweet. Awesome. <laughs> he was so sweet. And he, when he saw me, so they like took me backstage and I was like sort of waiting for him to come before before the show started they took me backstage and um so I was like sitting there by the stairs to go up to the stage and when he came up you know with his guards on either side or security people yeah. he sort of he like looked at the there was another woman sitting next to me I don't know who she was uh and then me and he like sort of looked at her and said hi and he looked at me and he had the biggest smile ever and I like stood up and hugged him and he was like oh my god you know he was so he was so happy to see me wow. and his, man his manager kept thanking me I guess for I, I do a lot of work for that account like <laughs> I can only imagine work, which I did not realize they appreciated so much until he kept thanking me and I was like why are you thanking me? Like, this is the best day of my life. Like, I would die for you right now. Yeah. <laughs> he, kept, he was the one, the manager was the one sort of like leading me, you know, telling me where to go. And yeah, he, at the very end, you know, so I watched the whole concert basically from the stage. Um, wow. I was sort like of from the behind back. the stage. Yeah. So I was like behind the stage oh, sort of so watching cool. and filming. And then Luis, the manager, um, he, he saw me and was like, Hey, come here, come here. So I like went up the little stairs and I was too scared. So I mostly just stayed like, on the <laughs> yeah. stairs, but I was filming. I like live streamed the whole thing and I had oh my you know, everybody, all my 
fan account followers watching it. Oh, and then cool. afterward, I didn't realize how many people were backstage until they all mobbed him for uh, for pictures when he came off, uh-huh. when he was done. And I was sort of off to the side, like, uh, and I'm like trying to catch Luis's eye. <laughs> and I'm like, what do I do? And eventually he, Luis found me and like kind of pulled me. And he was like, go all the way down the end of the sidewalk, like all the way down. And I was like, all the way down? He says, yeah, that's where he's going to go out. So I went all the way down. And finally, my so I was there with my friend, but she did not go backstage with me. So I didn't oh. see her for the whole concert. Oh. Um, but she, like, finally, we got to the end and the security guard down there. I was like, she's with me, let her in. And um, he finally, like, Fade walked by and he, I sort of, they pulled us along in his little you know, entourage. Uh-huh. And he went up to the car and took a few more pictures with some more people in the entourage and those people left. And then he got in the car and I was like, what? <laughs> Again, I'm like, where's Luis? What is happening? I haven't even spoken to him yet. And Luis is like, come here, come here. So I like go around to the other side of the car and Fade got out and like just had a moment, like basically just with me. There were oh, a lot of people God. around still, but uh, yeah, it was so, it was so nice. Cool. <laughs> it was, it was amazing. It was just like, it was so great. And one of his, he's like, I think a childhood friend, but he um, uh, works with the team now. Um, mm-hmm. He lived in Dallas for a while. So he and I had like sort of connected on Instagram, like, a while back, pretty much when I first started the account, and we finally, finally met in person. And I talked to him for a long time after Fade left, and he's super nice too. Oh, I'm wow. going to Miami next month, which is where they all live. So he, the friend, was like, I, I hope, I think he said, hope we see you. And I was like, who's we in this case? <laughs> <laughs> Does that include Fade? But I love all of them. So if any of them, I'll be happy to see because I love them so much. Oh, cool. <laughs> oh, that's so fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That, um, and, Go ahead. I was just going to say, like, I'm here talking super fast English and now planning to send them the link to this podcast. Pero, pero te amo, Luis. Te amo, Sebas. <laughs> Somos mejores. Ya saben que los amo. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. Wow. You um, talking about watching from the back of the stage um, reminds me of of uh, an experience I had where uh, I got a call from, I was I happened to be in North Carolina. I got a call. What? Go ahead. Go ahead. It's just unfair. What's unfair? You didn't appreciate it. <laughs> that's true. Okay. That's why you're upset. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Allison is not happy about this story at all. And you'll, you'll find out why soon. But um, she's like, oh, let's, let's volunteer for Merle Fest. I had no idea what Merle Fest was, but I ended up um, being like, sure, let's let's do it. And I, then later I found out that Merle Fest is like the biggest, I think it's, it might be actually the biggest fest, music festival in the US uh, every year. Um, it's uh, Bluegrass, but I, I, had no, I had no idea. Uh, I've never listened to bluegrass really. I didn't know any bluegrass artists or anything, but it sounded like a fun time. So I went to sign up and, and um, my sister told me that the, the, like the volunteer coordinator, like, I don't know, kind of like thought, thought I, I don't know, she liked me for whatever yeah, reason. I thought you were so cute, <laughs> so, okay. So um, 
I got an assignment on the main stage. Uh, I have never, I have no experience with like backstage stuff, yeah. but um, for some reason she just put me on the on the main stage. And in talking with some people up there, I found out that um, for most people, they 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 volunteer year after year after year in hopes of someday making it to the main stage. <laughs> I felt wow. so bad, but I was first time ever as a like stagehand. Uh, on the main stage and I don't even know I didn't know any of the artists no. and they were telling me like you know when they come up don't act like a crazy fan or anything just keep to yourself and don't ask for an autograph or anything I was like <laughs> this is not a problem I don't know any of these people <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but anyway um, I found out later uh, so so one of the one of the guys was really nice um, his name was John Prine and uh, yeah. and yeah. I got a, they handed out like guitar picks and I watched the whole show from the from behind the stage, which was super cool because I was like right there. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, it turns out uh, Allison is like a huge fan of, of John Prine. It was yeah. so jealous Aww. to hear about yeah. that. But I never I, got to see him live. Yeah, I just mm. kind of sad because it was a little bit wasted on me. I tried yeah. to appreciate it as much as I could. Yeah. But I just... I was not a super fan, um, but anyway, fun times. Okay, <laughs> let's. Uh, you, I, I'm assuming you do have a fun fact. <laughs> I do, completely okay. unrelated. Okay. Um, so according to, oh no, now I lost my tab. Okay, according to the note on the box of cookies that my parents sent to us this week surprised oh, us with this is this is uh national chocolate chip cookie week oh um, wait wait a second i gotta I, I have a very important question to ask about about cookies soft or crunchy i both soft right but with a slightly oh. crunchy like out like outer rim okay at least soft it. middle Okay, at least you like the crunchy outer. Um, Allison's all about the soft cookies, and I, I love the crunchy cookie. And as a data point, America's number one favorite cookie is the Oreo Crunchy. Thank you very much. Mm. But it's not, <laughs> it's not the chocolate chip. No, it's not chocolate chip. But I'm just yeah. saying crunchy chips or crunchy cookies are where it's at. No, mm. no. No, I like no. the the soft oh, middle. Gosh. Yeah. Okay, I seem to be in You're the minority here. there. Yeah, you're just not right. America is with me with the Oreo. What did, what did, we, what did we get to celebrate National Chocolate Chip Cookie Day? Did we get crunch cookies or did we get soft cookies? That's true. I do. I will say, in uh, to agree with you, RJ, that our favorite cookie in the city here, and I actually love it too, even though it's not crunchy all the way through, has a crunchy outside and a soft middle. So mm, yeah. it, 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 it is a really good cookie. But anyway, okay. <laughs> Just wanted to see what side of this, uh, <laughs> this debate you're on. The wrong side. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> I, I will accept that. Okay. <laughs> um, so I, what I learned um, this week is that chocolate chip cookies were invented by accident. What? That Ruth Wakefield from Whitman, Massachusetts in the early 1930s. Uh, she was an innkeeper and she was making cookies 
for the inn, I guess. Okay. And she added chocolate bits to her cookie batter because she assumed the chocolate would melt, but it didn't. <laughs> and we got chocolate chip cookies. Seriously, they didn't have chocolate chip cookies before 1930? Early, they, uh, yeah, early 1930s. Wow. That's... And she, the inn where she worked is called the Toll House Inn. So that's no why way. they're Nestle Toll House. <laughs> Are you kidding? Nestle later bought the recipe from her. Wow, that is, that is fascinating. I feel yeah. like that should be some sort of turning point in history, like that we should commemorate. We like do. coming out of the dark ages. National Chocolate Chip Cookie Week. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. not enough. That's not enough. That you is want, a huge you want, like, cultural change. flags at half-mast. Yes. This is when like we started enjoying life instead of just, you know, killing each other for territory and or something. You know, it's yeah. like <laughs> this is when the earth became civilized. Yeah. I I will the I have like a whole why is this not moving? I have like I'm sorry, I'm struggling with uh with your chips. over here. This is okay. not working. Okay. Um the original chocolate chip cookies though were very small and very crispy. They were about yes. the size of a quarter and eaten in one bite. Yeah. So like the little like, mini ones. Like famous Amos or mm -hmm. uh, something like that. Where they have uh, Tate's here in, in New York. It's a crunchy cookie to, that's uh, taken New York by storm. Only you like them. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, lots of people love them. They're super popular. They hurt my tongue. <laughs> They're scrapey. They're delicious and crunchy. But wait a second. I, I have one like burning question here. What did they use the chocolate chips for before they were put in cookies? Like she had them around for something. What what on earth were they? I think she just added little like bits of chocolate. They weren't the the um, teardrop shape that so like we have now. From a bar or something like for eating just straight up. Yeah. And I'm sure they did other like baking with with pieces of chocolate that's a thing right yeah because uh, you would, I don't really bake but <laughs> <laughs> yeah no you would like know. take like a bar of chocolate and break it into bits or um mm -hmm. shavings to like make any kind of chocolate to like make brownies or make a chocolate cake or okay yeah you'd have to yeah use baker's chocolate yeah it's unsweetened mm -hmm. yeah mm. or she might have had yeah. a variety of chocolates we don't know what she was up to I think is that like a European thing? I um, breaking chocolate because like I had some European friends who um, like hosted a like an evening, mm -hmm. and I found it really strange but fun and interesting that they just like had a chocolate bar and they just broke it up on a plate and we just shared it. That was like mm -hmm. a. Um, Oh, I thought you were like talking a, about in baking. Just, you just mean like no, a just treat? like put it on the table. Be, like, like I, I feel like typically Americans will each have a chocolate bar and eat the whole thing, but this was like here's a chocolate bar we're gonna share with like six or seven people. I don't and share we're gonna break. candy, so I don't know. <laughs> exactly. Mm -mm, me neither. <laughs> no, That's... so yeah, I feel like that must be a distinctly. European yeah. thing. The only chocolate bar I share is if we're making s'mores. You share mm -hmm. that? Yeah, because you have to. I can't eat a whole chocolate bar's worth of s'mores. Well, I probably could. I get the I mini don't. ones, so we don't have to share. That's a lot of extra wrapping, though. Yeah, it's true. But then you can get like Reese's Pieces and um, peanut butter cups, 
and I feel like the last time we made wines. s'mores, you insisted on getting lint. Mm. Oh, lint is great Fancy. chocolate. Yeah. Yeah. Lint is great chocolate, but also <laughs> if you get like a sorted bag of chocolates, you, like s'mores work really well with Rolos. You're making and, like a crackle s'more? I don't think yeah, so. All kinds of, <laughs> yeah, you should try it. A crackle s'more. S'mores no. are not just for chocolate. No. You can- You, you got, <laughs> got that special dark mixed in there? No. No. Special dark, yeah, that's a little that's a little on the too dark yeah, side. Yeah. But just about everything else goes great. Okay. Highly recommend it. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, what, sorry, I just really so get chocolate chip cookies used to be small hard disks the size which of quarters. We, which I love. Yeah. Okay. Horrible. <laughs> small hard disks. <laughs> Uh, on the other hand, the world's largest chocolate chip cookie weighed more than 40,000 pounds. Wow. 102 feet wide. <laughs> the previous record was 80 feet wide. Let me guess, <laughs> the French made it. No. Who um, made it? That seems like an Iowa State Fair thing. <laughs> <laughs> I've been to um, the Iowa State Fair. <laughs> I didn't see a big cookie. <laughs> they handed out free milk, though. <laughs> Immaculate Banking Company in Flat Rock, North Carolina in 2003. North Carolina. Okay. They built a special oven just to make this. I was going to say. Like, 40,000 pound cookie. So like stitched together with melted chocolate chips, but it was a big oven. Okay. Big oven. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like. So, there you go. Wow. <laughs> I feel like there's like um, a show here about the largest um baked goods of various, various kinds. Yeah. Largest pancake. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Made by, mm -hmm. made by, um, Paul babe, Paul Bunyan, <laughs> for Paul Bunyan. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. by, I think babe, the blue ox helped out. And I remember the, um, some of the loggers would skate around with bacon strapped to their, um, their feet to grease the pan. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Funny. Paul Bunyan was <laughs> quite a character. All right. <laughs> well, that's true. And that is kind of a strange way to end it, but I think we're going to have to end it here. <laughs> okay. I want cookies. Yeah. Cookies sound great. Yeah, I'm great. hungry now. <laughs> yeah. If you ever, if you're ever in New York, this is the segment where we recommend um, good bakeries in, in New York. Yep. Levain. I don't think there, there is a cookie anywhere in the city that can top any cookie that you get at Levain. Would you agree? Uh, yes. There is one that you like, the DK. Yeah, the Dominique Ansel chocolate chip cookie is yeah, good. Yeah, that's pretty good. But yeah. it doesn't hold a candle still, too. You know what it is? I, I'll tell you what it is. It's oh. butter. Yeah. Mm. I mean, it, it, <laughs> cook, you would... I, if you don't like oatmeal cookies, mm -hmm. I don't blame you because the typical oatmeal cookie is like dry and you're like, why is there a raisin here instead of a chocolate chip? But um, if you go to Levain, you got to at least give the oatmeal cookie a try because I don't know what they do to it, but it is perfection. It's so buttery, crispy on the outside, soft in the middle. Like, yeah. And there's the oats aren't... Um, really like Oaty. visible yeah it's not like big flakes of oats i don't know what they did blend them up yeah. or something but it oh, it's, it's, it's uh, awesome. amazing 
the yeah. best. Uh, I usually w would prefer an oatmeal cookie there over a chocolate chip cookie, which is really something for me. Yeah. So yeah. now we got to go to Louvain. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, I think that's it for us today. We will be back next week. Um, and we sh Caitlin should be back. And we might even have Alice from um, uh, Match Solitaire fame, her character, mm -hmm. the barista octopus. Yep. Um, nice. And I'm hoping she will sing for us. Uh, <laughs> instead of our usual outro next week. So hopefully we'll get her. Uh, you can check on the Discord to see if that's actually going to happen. And um, with that, maybe RJ, you can tell, tell people where they can find us. Yes. If you like the show, follow us on all the social media. We're at Hot Chai Games on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. If you're not watching on Twitch right now, we're also at Hot Chai Games there, where we stream the Match Solitaire Daily Challenge and then record this podcast live every Saturday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern. And sometimes I stream randomly aside from that. Like, subscribe, leave a review, and tell your friends. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you, everyone, and we'll see you again next week. Bye. 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 Ooh, fun facts, facts are fun with Alison and Caitlin.